Hello and welcome to the final episode of Euphoria covering the LEC 2021 uh, summer season. Summer. Summer split. I think we have to say season now. I like split personally. I like split. Um, it's over. It's all yeah. over. And it ended, maybe not as I expected it to at the start of the season, but certainly once we got into playoffs, I think it was naturally the logical conclusion. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundClouds, all that stuff. Uh, Spotify's weird right now. If you're watching it here, we're working on it. It's getting yeah. fixed. I don't know how that works, but it'll be back on Spotify soon if it's not there. Anyway, all that stuff, not as important as what's happening right now. Dracos, Cajunal, and most importantly, our special guest, none other than Armut. Turkish Hello. stage beast, lord of the top lane. Um... <laughs> Yeah, holy... The two-time TCL, two-time I, I didn't expect to make, like, a habit of this, but, like, now every time you win anything, we have to have you... It's a thing now. <laughs> you know, you just keep winning, and we're just gonna have to keep bringing you back. Yeah. Um, how are you... Are, were you surprised about this result? Did, you, did it feel expected for you guys? Because coming out of... Fanatics, like, rise back up. We thought maybe, maybe <clears throat> they can contest yeah. you. But after... We, I really thought at least the Rogue were going to be like a good opponent for you and we were going to get a five-game series. So when uh -huh. you guys just kicked the shit out of Rogue, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if anyone <laughs> could beat me. Like, how did it feel from your perspective? How did you run? Were, like, were you sweating at all for the finals or did this feel like as easy of a playoff run as it kind of looked from the outside? I mean, I was expecting this season G2 to be our strongest opponent, but... They weren't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, we were like thinking, okay, Rogue is fine in the regular season, but in playoffs, they're a whole different team. Like, we were just expecting that again, to be honest. And it was the same way. I think this time even it was worse for Rogue. I don't know what's wrong with them, but I think they were struggling a lot this year. Then Fnatic just came to playoffs and they are just 3 tuning everyone, 3-2-3-0. Like, they were just improving the every series i think they actually improved a lot fanatic i mean i was thinking a bit more close finals maybe because our scrims oh my god man if you guys see that you I would say, love to see fanatic 3-0 the finals you, you would think <laughs> like that by the way was yeah. it that bad <laughs> it was so bad it was so bad it was a disaster i love scream stories what was like was there a moment in scrims where you were were you ever nervous or it's like are our bad scrims kind of the standard for mad lions right now uh it's i mean it was for a really long time it was really bad and it felt like we are not progressing a lot so i was feeling nervous not gonna lie because i think we weren't we weren't improving like there was no chance for us to improve in scrims because every game is just open like every early game is just so doomed that we cannot learn anything to be honest but like in stage we just became different team, I guess. Like I think we in Sacrimis we don't care about jungle that much, maybe, and like it's just one gank and game is kinda over sometimes, you know. <laughs> jungle doesn't exist in scrims. Just pure <laughs> limit testing. Non -stop. But I think this is like we should improve on that point as a team. I think I feel like the scrims are really important for giving us the courage before the playoffs and stuff, and like we are just improving there. So I think we should take it more seriously as a team. Mm -hmm. I think it's I mean it sounds like it's probably I don't know how how you can keep, like, I have weak mental. I learned this very, very early in my League of Legends ladder career <laughs> when I'm, like, raging out at, like, whatever, you know, pisslow game I'm trapped in versus <laughs> this man who's, like, you know, like, playing for his career, you know, in any given moment playing in these high-stage games and you're keeping it together. But I'm, I'm, I'm impressed that the mental was so strong going through for that. How, you know, the burnout discussion's been ongoing. Never yeah. want to make light of it, but... 
how was the how was the team mood was it like once you got into playoffs was it really easy to focus and like be really excited and feel really rejuvenated or do you guys like even to the last moment just like kind of surviving and getting through no 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 i think like first six finals uh weeks in the regular season we weren't like we were like meh yeah but then after the six weeks like everyone like was like stepping up i think especially me because i was going to in the try hard mode because i didn't want to go in too early because then it would make me suffer in the playoffs yeah so i was waiting for the right moment for example and it worked really well like even in the scrims for example i was dying when we won a lot for example in the first six weeks then it turned out to be like 50 50 then then i was solo killing everyone after like yeah that's also shows that i'm improving and they like me i just became more confident after seeing the scrims result for example yeah and i think last time we talked you were talking a lot about like your lane phase being one of yeah. the big things that you were focusing on one of the big things you're working on obviously you've also had Vizichachi come in like how yeah. how do you feel outside of mad lines improvement in the split how do you just feel about yourself as an individual player stepping up i think my team fightings were like they were always the good so i think yeah <laughs> about my laning i was feeling my laning is really weak and i'm i wasn't in the top lec level mm -hmm. but this year i improved a lot i think i'm in lec level but i still don't think it's enough for me i think i can get much better so i will try to please. well you were by far the best top in playoffs so if you still got more <laughs> in the tank that's <laughs> good also, news for worlds i remember i remember because you you obviously like you had those those first six weeks where i think yeah like you were you were dying you were kind of getting caught on side here and there and your team fight has always been good as you said but i think we were like oh dang like what is this going to look like for playoffs because again <laughs> mac mad lions we're going to be good in playoffs we're going to be good in playoffs yeah, and we're like okay yeah. but it's hard for us because we don't see those scrims yeah, we don't yeah, see yeah. that and then the predictions start coming through predictions start coming through okay and then we see you week eight Week eight, you pop off. Like you're a monster in week eight. Uh, I can't even remember the game specifically, but I love Jace. It was, a, it was Jace. I think there was a Wukong game in there. And then we were like, maybe his champion pool is going to be a problem. <laughs> he plays four champions. And then you know what? It didn't matter. You played four champions and they couldn't do anything. You, really? you smashed on everybody, but bro. I don't think my champion, like, I don't think my champion pool is like not that small. I like everyone's saying, he, I mean, I know when I play Naran Wukong. I know the gap is really huge because these two champions just gives me so much in team fights. Yeah. And like if they don't punish me in laning, which I think you have to punish Nara and Wukong, but there is no one to punish, so I'm just winning. Yeah. Win-win. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I wasn't sure. I was skeptical. But uh, yeah, everything worked. I mean, you had, you had some solid Gwen games. Gwen, yeah. Jace. Nar, the GP. Jace games. Yeah. The GP was pretty solid too. I will say that there was one GP game where it was kind of rough. <laughs> <laughs> that was, was a roughy huh? game, against, right? yeah, game oh three right God. where you're just the game's like i don't know how far but down you were in gold they were like 6k down at 15 minutes your yeah, whole team was just getting was murdered <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just disaster. that game looked rough but then the next one was good in the finals yeah um, game. you said i know you said in the interview with lore not to look too far ahead that you're like really excited to to get your rematch versus or to play con yeah to go that do you feel like do you feel like this is going to be a huge growth opportunity to finally like to play against these world's top laners again yeah. now that you've had this split of growth yourself? Yeah, because I was always like the guy who loses the lane for like yeah. 10 CS, 20 CS. And like I was just waiting for the, my moment in team fights and stuff. Mm. But if I manage to be stronger from the, my lane, I'm going to have more impact in the team fights and stuff because I, was, I will have like more gold in my pocket than more items. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm really like, I want to taste my laning, 
test my laning into really good top laners, for example. Yeah. I've I'm honestly very very pumped. I'm super super excited to see it. Um, that uh, don't be so much. Oh <laughs> wait, oh wait. I'm not. It's my job to sell you. You know what I mean? Like people are gonna when we get invited to the international caster roundtable, I have to be like Armut. This guy. He's gonna body all Western top laners. Eastern top laners don't send a chance. Like I I am mm-mm. like I you like have never, doomed. Man. Yeah, like Nugri. <laughs> Three gonna, bends in the first phase. You're gonna wonder if you know like this this man's gonna beat Nugri with one hand tied behind his back. You know it's gonna be just mad. Mouse, just the, the just the clicking on <laughs> Jace. Mouse gap. Doesn't even need abilities on Jace. Just auto spacing is so dude, clean. Dracos, mm. you're, you should be a salesman, dude. I'm <laughs> sold, man. Get me in. But I'm not trying to put Where that pressure I? on you. If honestly, like, if you guys do your best, we're here to support you. That's what that's what it yeah, means. Yeah, no, to be no pressure fan. at all. No pressure at all. Shh, body con. No pressure. But you know, if you could body con, that would be great. Um, on the other side, though, is like as great as your guys' story was through playoffs. Everybody else except for Fnatic kind of kind of had awful playoff. Yeah, run. Misfits a little bit Misfits debatable. Was, they Misfits had their was ups okay. and downs. They yeah. had their ups and downs. But I think for the for the kind of the big four, let's say Fnatic, G two, Rogue, Mad. I think Fnatic had a really cool story in the lower bracket, even if maybe they didn't get to go five games in the finals, and that was still an exciting final. But um, G two kind of just blew up. Rogue kind of just blew up. Um, yeah. What's what's your opinion on on this whole rogue ordeal? Because they were your big rivals. I think when we talked to Karzi, Karzi was like, "We want to see them in the final so I can crush their dreams yeah. one more time." You crushed the dreams ahead of <laughs> schedule. Then fanatic, like everyone's just taking turns crushing rogue's dreams right now. So like, what, it's like what's the your... circle meme with yeah. everyone in the middle, and just kicking them. Yeah, everyone just beating rogue <laughs> up right now. So what's your what's your read? Because you said regular season rogue's really strong, and you feel like it, it doesn't always go so well in playoffs. I mean, what's... were they that strong? Maybe the other teams were like not wasn't that strong in the regular season. Was the case? I mean. I mean, Medlines weren't strong at all, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, your regular season was was all right. I think you guys were your second half was pretty good, mm-hmm. but it definitely wasn't. Yeah. It, even the games that you started to win, like if you look at the second half holistically, I think you guys were seven two. But even in that seven two, there were a lot of games that were like kind of quintessential Mad Lions games, where like some random crap happened, and then you like team fought your way out and did yeah. a victory. Yeah, I think we got also hard stomped by G two in the second half. Also, mm-hmm. I remember that. So what's the? Are we're rogue? I guess. Rogue, obviously, kings of the best of one. Hopefully, that helps them at Worlds. Yeah. Um, but what's what? What do you think went wrong? What do you think changed? I mean, to both of you, like what actually changed for Rogue in playoffs? Because obviously, a lot of people are not very happy with Rogue right now, and probably justifiably so. I think they went three eight, all things considered. Yeah. Um, I just like when when I watch them, like when I watch their faces, when I watch their comms, when I they like when I see they play how they play, I just don't feel like players are like. They just don't like each other. <laughs> That's how, like the yeah. aura I get is just like they just don't want to play with t- together and stuff. I think they don't like each other to be honest. Yeah, I think the vibe just looks rough, doesn't it? And I think you can the see vibe it does look rough. It kind of translates into their gameplay where I think they're in their own heads where it's like we finished first place three splits in a row. We should make it to the finals by default, and they think they're already there. But then the journey to get there is very long, and when you start losing, it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Their scrims were probably going great, but the second they go on stage and lose one game, they all look so defeated. Like it looks like they've all just given up. And I don't know if I'm correct in saying this because obviously I don't have the inside information. But yeah. if, I, if I watch, you, for example, you guys in that game two in the finals, <laughs> or but yeah, the finals, you guys were just laughing your whole way through. You guys were getting stomped. The game was over. It was a 10k gold lead. You lost <laughs> yeah. at level one. Yeah. But I know exactly what you did. You just tilted all your chairs back. <laughs> and then you all just started laughing and i think that's so yeah. much different to how rogue would perceive a loss probably yeah 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 um what is that like what is that environment 
like for you guys? Because like obviously, I think a lot of people look at your man. It's really easy to like hold on to that environment when you're winning. I think what's cool is that even in the games yeah. where you guys are just like random level one fight, the game is over. You know, you're still you're still fighting. And it's not Actually, like can I say something? It's I not, remember yeah. I was listening to your comms and you were playing. I think it was GP into Orin or Jace into Orin. <laughs> it was Jace in turn. And yeah. he gets solo killed in a playoffs game and he just goes, oh, FF. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like meme. I mean, no, yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. Karzi was like, oh, it's fine. He's like, no, FF. <laughs> Karzi was like, don't stress that, mood. like, it's fine. <laughs> and everyone was just laughing. I'm not happy. Like your carry top dies to their tank and everyone's laughing. Against Rogue, I think that was. Because Marek, who was saying, I'm coming, let's fight, fight him, fight him. And like, yeah. <laughs> and then he died. Yeah, I died. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, carry on. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just had to get that out there. It's good. I just think, I think, um, it just reminds me, it calls back when we were asking, I think in week seven, week eight, like who was going to be the last playoffs team, right? Before Vitality sensed it. I think we had Reckless on that episode and he was like, oh, I, yeah. I watched that. Yeah. Astralis, he's like, because it, it was like, no one had anything super concrete as to what team was going to go mount on top because it was just so convoluted. But like Reckless's sentiment was like, the vibe was good, you know, and the good vibe is so important. And like, Obviously, I don't know, like, what do you take from the vibe is good? But I think that we've seen, like, sadly for G2, vibe didn't look good when they were started losing. <laughs> nope. Sadly for Rogue, the vibe didn't look good, you know? But, but I, like, I will admit, Yanko's screams kept him alive. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That, vi- that part of the vibe cries. is great. That man is, is pure, pure energy. You yeah. know what I mean? When you saw them outside, it did not look like, because we've had splits where it's like people excitedly talking. You've had that. Fun. And this is obviously such a weird thing to analyze because you don't hear the conversation. It's kind of like... It's very, like, we can't really go super deep on this because we mm-hmm. just aren't there for those conversations. But there is a distinct contrast between watching the fin- the fanatic that made this crazy run through playoffs and watching you guys yeah. outside on those camps and you're going back and forth and you're excited and you're laughing versus the, like, five people standing in front of a whiteboard, like, just looking just depressed and blank faced. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I also felt when we were against Fanatic, they were kind of also the same. Like, they weren't, they were so stressed, I think. I mean, probably, because I think that, like, Probably up until the final, you probably got this like super big underdog yep. mentality. Like no matter what happens, we're good. But then once you make it to the final, I think you kind of it's probably hard to hold on to that because ultimately, underdog or not, like you lose, you're out in the final. Like you made it this far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I we did see for sure in the in the G two series and the Rogue series, they were just joking and having a good time. But I guess those series were also kind of one sided. Damn, weird playoffs. Yeah, it was a really weird one. I mean, by the way, like when we were facing Fnatic in the finals, when it was 0-0, everyone was chatting, everyone was just having fun, joking each other. After 1-0, we were still typing because we would, we are mad lions and stuff. <laughs> we are mad lions. <laughs> are mad. Like even we lose, we would still do it. But like we just typed something and like, no one answered. It was only Niski who was trying to type something. <laughs> The banter wasn't flowing. I mean, when I saw their faces, it was like they were just so stressed and so much focused on the game and stuff. I was like, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. And that's, ooh that's, that's, that must feel After really good. After one, they were, uh, when I look at them, they were like so happy at all, like, like again. <laughs> then it was 2-1. When I check, it was like so it's, stressed again. It was so weird. So it's like, it was weird. But I think it's normal, I guess. It's the Mad yeah. Line special to all chat. Isn't yeah. it? You guys always all chat. I hear if it. If you ask for a remake in the second game, I feel like <laughs> in the a... second game you ask for a remake. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, how epic is that? You die level one, guys. Come on, come on, please. I think. Do it's... you really want to win a win a championship like this? I think the thing that I like about it is like, I think it's a really easy thing to maintain when you're like when you when you are the favorites or when you're the best performing team because like G two had it too, right? When G two were on top of the world, they were the ones typing in all chat, and I heard like 
oh i can't remember who someone one of the coaches was so annoyed and was trying to get like just telling them no matter what they type to you do not type back <laughs> do not engage with g2 esports because they were just trolling in every pregame yeah lobby. i remember someone doing that, um, that yeah <laughs> but now i think i think it's also cool because it feels like you guys are holding on to this even when you're going through difficult times and i hope it's something you can keep going because i just i love it i think it is totally reasonable if you lose a game to instantly be like shit yeah it's all so. falling apart maybe that's the like normal one maybe we are just not normals i mean because not normal has done very well for eu in recent yeah. years i think we need more yeah. not normal <laughs> yeah maybe because like if you're just one zero behind even like two zero behind if you just lose the mentality of the hey having good mentality then comeback will not come back right yeah comeback will not happen like for example last season the spring finals we were like two zero behind but we were still confident and we were like Still ready to like fight. We had like good mood in the team, mm -hmm. but I think this like other teams. I don't see them. I think that's really important. I don't see it. It's really important because I think that a lot of teams. I think the default stereotypical thing to do when you lose is to point fingers, right? He oh, did for this, sure. They did that. We should have done this. You know, hindsight and it's pointing way, fingers. It's way easier for me to go. Oh, Cage will grief me there for them. <laughs> exactly go, like, right. Oh wait, I'm bad. <laughs> exactly, and I think that if you have the maturity in team, right? Hindsight and pointing fingers are the two things that cause the badness or the, the mood to go down, right? But if I think the two things to make the mood stay up, it's like, yeah, my bad. I, I griefed it this game, guys. Next game won't be the same. And then your your teammates like, yeah, I know it's fine, dude. It was just really funny to watch you run it down. You're so boosted, <laughs> you know. And then you start to move on and just think of the future rather than looking at the past, right? Yeah um to stay on the pass for a little bit longer though uh this season obviously last season we had this really close five game series you talked about the you know, yeah. mental it felt very very close between you and rogue this season you guys kind of just smashed it it felt like just a free run honestly and i know you guys worked really hard to get there but when i look back at those series like yeah, yeah, yeah the moments where you guys never i think in any even in the games that you lost outside of that first g2 game and i guess you only lost one other game so good run um i never felt like you were out of a game even in the row games where you were falling behind so just thousands of gold even in the fanatic game two that doesn't count where you have one diff yeah no no but even in that game where you had no like you stole a baron you were always 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 yeah. always in the game all right are mad lions just like way better than they were in spring or like the are the other top teams getting worse like what's your read on i guess the strength of the league right i mean now? to be honest this season i felt like the other teams went a bit worse I mean, we also went a little bit ahead too, mm -hmm. but I don't think we improved that much. But I think the other teams, like Special G2 and Rock, were like they went a little bit like worse. Yeah, that was the case. I think. Do you think there's a reason why? Because like, yeah, sorry. Any 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 ideas as to why they could have just dropped out of performance? I mean, like when I see Rock, I think their mentality is really done. Like, mm -hmm. I think it's really hard for them to come back from there. I have no idea about G2. But when I see Rogue, they seem really, really in bad situation. Like, I listen to their comps and, like, it's hard. I don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. I mean, what from the outside, it's it's easy to, easy to see the contrast from uh, regular season playoffs. Really easy, right? Where Odo felt like, to me at least, number one in regular season as far as top laners go. And obviously some of that, so they pick a lot of early game champions to set them up, but then every single gank from Inspired in all five games where they gank top literally all five games, except for game one where here it objectively ints it in the NAR versus Tom Kench matchup, and game two where he gets away from a gank on Camille. He gets he oh, he one for one. one he goes times. one for one and then two v ones every single game. And it's like, I mean, credit here it. 
great performance, but also like, damn, that's like that's not the start that you want to your playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also think maybe the the spring finals is also, of course, the factors of the rock mentality. I mean, losing finals like that is always gonna hurt the whole full roster. By the way. Yeah, I mean, well, it's difficult too when, um, especially in that final, like game three, they went for like the really I would say greedy. Maybe that's just hindsight, but like the Caitlin pick, they went for like absolute lane dominance, like embarrass it felt like embarrass you in game three you know just like never let you play league of legends and then you guys were just like all right cool win win and then game five again where it felt so close and it felt like they were going to win and then you had that one one nar ultimate right in the clutch where it was just that could break me if i as a human being if i have to imagine (laughs) all the ways that i could be broken down that uh that's one of them yeah i don't know if i could come back from that that would be hard yeah i mean those games were rough big throws from rogue um, but anyway, I think the playoffs was interesting, 100% interesting. Uh, something we were talking about backstage was uh, something that you were playing during, was it the finals? Oh, yes. Your you got it, you got it. So this is the thing. So well, there's going to be a lot of free time after this, and we all have free time plans. And we were talking about your free time plans. And we learned that a lot of players only play League of Legends during the regular season. But you, my friend, you're not afraid when you need to take a break to branch, to branch out. Yeah. And I think we need to share the, these stories are too, are too, too good, good bro. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta share yeah. for the people. Yeah. I mean, I was playing other games in the regular season. Yeah, I was nothing saying, wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. Nothing yeah, wrong. yeah. I was playing Rust, defending my house before the matches. <laughs> yeah. uh, not, not big deal. <laughs> okay, can I tonight tell the story or am I gonna embarrass you if I tell the story? Uh, it will be better if you just don't say it, to be honest. Okay. okay. Well, because, all you need to know yeah. is that Arma is a is a strong defender of his rust territory <laughs> in any circumstance at any time, and that that is a that's a championship mentality. This man, no matter what responsibility lays in front of him for LEC, still takes care of his home first. <laughs> Multitasks, multitask. Even if it's a digital imaginary home, <laughs> he takes it. care of it. He you takes no absolute chance. care of it. Um, and now I know you guys have a break, so getting away, get away from the league, right? Crazy yeah. playoffs. Obviously, we'll see what happens at Worlds, and we'll talk a little bit about Worlds at the end, but like. What's next for you, man? Because before it was kind of mad dash to MSI, very little break time. Yeah. Now it feels like you guys finally, finally get a break. And I know there's still world's details to be figured out. Mm-hmm. But um, what do you do? What do you do now? You go home, you stay here, you're I mean, chilling on games. I mean, I just, I just refreshed from the burnout. So I'm still feeling motivated about League of Legends and yeah. Worlds. So I don't think I will go for a vacation and stuff. Like there is also no time for it also. I would just take a break for like one week, maybe from the League of Legends and play other games and maybe stream some League of Legends, maybe just only chatting and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to chill. Then I'm just going to start grinding again because I want to do something good in the world this time. Dang. Okay. Do you know what your teammates are doing? Is everyone kind of just taking their own time, personal time, break one week or so, come yeah, back? Yeah, I mean, it's their life if they want to play solo queue or if they want to chill. It's their choice. Like, I'm not going to say, guys, we should work. We have to, like, do something else. Like, mm-hmm. it's their choice. And, like, they know themselves better than I do. Yeah. I like it. I like that you guys are at least getting a week. But as always, I mean, the world schedule and calendar is is brutal. How do you, how do you feel about the, the swap to Europe? Or is that, like, energizing for you? I know... For us, it's nice. <laughs> Better time zone for us. Uh, our time zone, you yeah. know, most yeah, likely. I think when or Worlds at least in close. China, it was uh, 
last year we had to be on the studio and stuff ready to film at like very 9 a.m right 8 9 a.m very early yeah i'm not a morning person so i was pretty bad at that <laughs> yeah we also i think well i mean i again not without knowing the details but i assume that compared to china wherever you end up will have relatively smaller quarantine restrictions i would assume i think it's probably yeah um how do you feel? Yeah, how do you feel about being in Europe as opposed to being in China? I mean, last time when I went to the world, it was in China, yeah. and my flight was like 40 hours. 40 hours? <laughs> 40. <laughs> Wait, where were you what? flying from? I mean, Turkey to somewhere, somewhere to somewhere, somewhere to China. It was like really my complicated. Oh, yeah, so I guess because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm glad that I will not have to go 40 hours again. So, yeah. Was coming back a little bit easier? Coming back, it was maybe thirty. Okay, know. well, not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not I mean, I've never, I've never actually been on a plane since like this whole pandemic started, and I actually, think I, same, I yeah. will be soon. So I just, to me, you say forty-hour flights. Like, I think there was one time when I was first starting out as a caster, and they, you know, obviously they had no interest in giving me any money or getting me nice flights. So it was like, yeah, you're gonna have a, <clears throat> a ten-hour layover in like Abu Dhabi and then in Moscow, and I was like, <laughs> I said yes, because what else do you say? But like, a forty-hour flight, dude, is you it's, sleep there, like you live there. I think it's so. <laughs> by the end, you you like you're you, so drained. You're so drained. You, you have yeah, never. It's, it's the really most bad. exhausted I ever it's was really from like bad. doing nothing, from literally doing nothing. It was exhausting. Really and then jet lag as well, especially with different time zone and yeah, we got the bad we, sleep. Bad. Is, food. We got the edge though this time. You know? Yeah, we got the edge. We got Bam. the. Not only do we have the time zone diff in Europe to help us Hell out, yes. but we also have the solo queue players who are the. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're the sixth teammate. Uh, the, 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 knows. They're the, the sixth teammate to every EU team. The L9 army here, here to just the, ruin showmakers' mental. The un, yeah, the high low one trick army who's just gonna take everyone the hell out. Damn. Yeah, I love it. So, Rust. Yeah. A week of Rust and potentially other games to yeah. enjoy. Your master. Are you an expert in Rust? You starting out in Rust? Yeah, I have like sixteen thousand. Have like sixteen hours? Sixteen hundred. S- yeah, sixteen hundred. One thousand six hundred. Yeah, okay. I was like sixteen thousand. I yeah, was like, 16, bro. Dude, I, <laughs> I was joking when we called it your house because that's a career. Dude, I have four hundred hours in Rust. This guy is four times my hours in Rust. <laughs> I respect it. Honestly. I love that game. Have you ever played it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so I, funny. I, just... I'm absolute trash. And I played it back when it was like really old. And I just remember like whoever on the server had guns before me. Yeah. And I just got, I walked out of like my little tiny hut and got one tap like eight times in a row. So, uh, it's so funny. That I put 12 hours for your mental, by the way. Um, that game is really good for your mental. It's a mental training exercise. Yeah, it's you mental know what training. I mean? Yeah. You're getting like, absolutely RPG'd by in your house. You know, it's a horror. Bro, I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited for you, though. I'm excited you guys finally get a break. Yeah. Uh, especially because, you know, I think it's been... I think the schedule is brutal. Like, the international schedule is for sure brutal. But here's the thing. Think about this. You could go from spring to MSI to summer to Worlds yeah, to All-Star. Ulster. You could play League of Legends 12 months a year, baby. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it's, yeah. so, it's such a horror. Imagine they make worse semis and then they have to go to All-Star or something. Oh, man. Yeah, it's that, that's the whole year. So I saw something that is like three All-Star teams. Oh, I have no chosen. idea. Yeah, I, I don't idea. know. So the, they're playing, right? I have no idea, bro. I don't know anything about All Stars. All I know about All Stars is in like 2015 to maybe maybe 17. It was really cool to watch. Yeah, yeah. And like the one v one tournament was like awesome and stuff. And I will say the thing that's really cool about it now is like 
uh, at least for the last few years, and again, I know nothing about All Star, um, but they've taken people to Vegas, and they like the pro, like that's how they make sure that the pros enjoy it. They like ball out for the pros. Like I'm here in like whatever hotel room, you know, central, but like the pros are like the suites, the oh, the fo- okay. you know the like it's looking nice. Okay. Did you go last year? I can't remember. Oh uh, no, I I never went to Ulster. I think. Okay. Same. Yeah. Well, it sucks, Gabriel. I'm sorry. <laughs> you could go as a caster. You're yeah. an all-star caster. <laughs> hey, now I'm an all-star. Oh, oh, okay. please, 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 please. We're please, gonna please. get YMCA. Come on, man. Um, yeah. I think last things. I think uh, before we wrap up for the day, because I think it's just, just like this is the. Um, it's a chill final week. You know, we've wrapped the season. We're it's done. Easy. That's it. Yeah. And I think is I don't want to get if you're watching this now. Obviously, there's a lot to talk about for Worlds, and I want to hit on it a little bit, but I don't want to like give this the break. Yeah, because I feel like the, we know, don't want to just instantly take you in Worlds because like we don't even yeah. know all of the teams for Worlds yet, or where it's gonna be, or where it's gonna be. I mean, it's mystery. What, what we do know about Worlds, though, which is kind of scary, is uh, there's gonna be if everyone makes through planes, right? You're gonna have four LPL teams, which means an LPL team in every group. Yep. Four LCK teams, which means an LCT- LCK team in every group. Three LEC teams, which means only one group won't have an LEC team, right? So it's expected that you guys are definitely going to have an LCK and an LPL team in your group. Um, so that's going to be interesting. That's going to be fun. I think it's like the first and second seed, you have like some leverage as to like getting weaker-ish teams because yeah, yeah. you don't face like the first seed out of the LPL and stuff like that. So, sure. And I think um, that's one thing we can't talk about even without um, the teams knowing. And obviously these things can change a little bit, but like what are your what are your expectations? What do you think like Mad's expectations are? Because obviously last year at Worlds, you, well, you beat them. So that wasn't great for them. They got knocked out in plans. This year you skipped plans, so that's a positive step. But are you... Is this you guys made it to semis at MSI, but I think making it to semis at MSI distinctly easier, yeah, uh, than the making most. it than making it to worlds because like you are going to have to go like it'll be uh, you or the LCK team or the LPL team, you know what I mean? Because yeah, they, I mean I think I don't know what is the expectations, but I think our goal should be semifinals at least. I mean because world semifinals is kind of something. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's it's kind of important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, Just I mean, for... if he can do it, it's pretty good, I would say, already. Yeah. Expectations maybe is like quarterfinal, semifinal, something like this, I would say. So getting out of groups. And then the European getting out classic of, groups, of getting to semis. Getting to semis. Okay. I think that's success. I don't know what people at home are feeling, because I think that, like, since 2019, we've kind of been on a world's expectation roller coaster. Um, yeah, you will make it to finals. You have to make it to finals, or it's <laughs> failure. But I think like I think that's like a really solid goal to shoot for. And I think especially with, yeah, it, the terrifying world that we live in, where LCK and LPL <laughs> get four seeds. And I'm not as scared of LCK four seeds because nope. I still think LCK is really top heavy. But LPL is its own particular brand of scary, and that's uh, actually like. Can I ask you something? Sure. How can LEC can the, get the fourth spot? Is it like I think it's the MSI win. It's about the MSI. Yeah, so if we had one MSI, I believe we would have gotten a fourth slot. It's really, it's actually complicated. So it's like, it's all recent performances. And I think, I know right now, I think that like the ordering is probably LCKs and LCK were the last world's winner. They get, won worlds, yeah. Get a fourth slot. And then the most recent MSI winner or maybe world's finalist also gets a fourth slot. But basically like there are, there are two fourth slots that float around depending on recent performances. Um 
And I guess because the LPL and LCK were in World Finals and MSI Finals, it's naturally going to Basically, if you're a top two region, you get a fourth slot, essentially. How they actually calculate it is more complicated than that. I don't know all the specifics, mm-hmm. but that's that's basically how we how we got our fourth slot in um, 2020. Did we get that for performance? Or did we get that because of like teams couldn't make it? No, no, no. We got because we won MSI in 2019. And then that was how, or maybe was that? Oh man, and then we got finals as well. And then there was and no MSI finals, in twenty twenty, so there was that's no probably how there was right. no MSI for anyone to take that spot away from us. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to send. Well, Mad Lions playoffs where they, you know, <laughs> got you. So really, if we think about it, you know, the full seed didn't if do MSI much. If MSI had happened, we might have been worse off. Yeah. You know. We couldn't have been sitting. We might not have been sitting here with you today. So it's all like comes together, butterfly effect. I have one question. Yeah, the whole summer split, apart from you know, obviously Sunday where you won the title. Do you have any like favorite memory of the entire split or moment that sh- stands out to you where it's like, dude, that was fun, or that was my greatest game, or I felt really good on that day. Hmm. I mean, it's tough. When G two banner. <laughs> when G2 Banar, <laughs> that was because funny. like Wunder was always memeing my Nair and stuff, and I mean I think he was like respecting me a lot to be honest. And they banned my Nair, and I was like, yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, everyone on your team just looked over yeah. at G2 and was, was laughing at moment. them, right? Yeah, it was a good moment. That's really cool. I, I mean, I we are also really close with G2, so yeah, like it was fun from them. It's like I mean, Fnatic also banned GP, but it wasn't that dramatically because I think they had to ban GP that series. But Narban was like. For fun and maybe like a little bit of respect, I guess. Mm-hmm. I like it. I liked when you guys banned brand. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. We actually didn't have anything to ban that game. We yeah. like, what should we ban? They banned everything we we wanted to ban. Oh, I think that the, the, the casual viewer would have said that maybe banning the Varus before they turned Tower Dime you eight times was good. Maybe. <laughs> they did get like Zinzao, LeBlanc, Varus. <laughs> yeah, in the maybe. first three. Yeah, I'm watching. I'm, I'm listening to their comms like they're already saying GG after picking Varus. GG, this draft is one. They should dodge and stuff. Yeah, oh, I remember no. that. I remember talking to Mac backstage after the series. I was like, so why did you ban Brandon? He's like, well, I'm one of the only coaches where if I really don't think anything's worth banning, I'll just say ban something random. Or to ban something, okay. ban, essentially ban nothing. Ban nothing, yeah. Uh, uh, in the case of Brand, not the Brand. Was I love it how we were like, is this something from Scrims? <laughs> Does we Mad Lions so want to blind pick like Tom Kench Bolt or something and Brand is good into it? Yeah, I was I was theorycrafting. And Mickey was like, saying, whoa, nice respect, man. <laughs> I was like instantly like, get behind the computer, like lol, VVV, pro builds. I was like, Brand, 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 uh, support? What? <laughs> Where's it going? <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for that, Mac. That was like the most... That was a wild 30 seconds of my life before I realized it was absolutely a troll ban. Mm-hmm. Or in this case, a no ban. Not a troll ban. Um, and it's just super cool. I think other than that, it's it's three weeks until this Worlds thing. Uh, three weeks. Sorry, I'm on vacation for three weeks. And then I think, I still don't even think we have Worlds dates yet. So nope. thank Probably you for sometime in October, right? bearing with us. Uh, also, for all the EU fans, this is kind of where we're in the last few minutes of the show. We're going to kind of shoot the, the shit, to, to put it simply. So... You're on vacation. We're on vacation. What are you doing for vacation? Uh, probably streaming and climbing and playing League of Legends. Uh, I'm very bad at disconnecting, so. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. It's also you're you're a freelancer. It's your new you know. Yeah, I think this is the longest break I've had all year as well, because we went straight to MSI and then this and then. I I'm yeah. three weeks off. This is the first time in my entire career as a caster. I think I've gotten three straight really? weeks off in the context of a year. I think. End three of the weeks year. Is a lot. Three weeks is a lot. I mean, you're only taking one, which is crazy to me. Or is there ever have you when was the last time that you got like a proper vacation? Was it end of year last year or did you 
Like when do you when do you get to like go home and see family? Is it just holidays? Uh, I don't remember, man. <laughs> like because I'm like there is not much between the bef- like there was no MSI, but there yeah. was like still not much time before the first season to second season. Yeah, maybe it was the most of the time I got vacations because then there is worlds and after the worlds you usually need to find a team to find a team that you need to grind solo queue because I wasn't in LAC and stuff. So yeah. solo queue was important back then for me. So, I mean, I all, of course, got, like, vacations for, like, one week, two week, three week, maybe. But that's kind of it. I didn't go somewhere, like, special. I just didn't play League of Legends, and it was, like, vacation to me. My my pitch, Riot Games, is when this whole pandemic thing is over, we just hold worlds in, like, I don't know, an island somewhere. Like Malta. Like Malta. <laughs> worlds at Malta. You know, we like we just, you know... Once all the logistics are good, the vaccinations, everything else, once it's simple again, we just like, because I think everyone's been missing that. Like a holiday resort. You know, (laughs) we just, you know, we just go to an island. We take the G2 vacation means and make it a legal. This is what I want. want. Shout out to Beyond the Summit because they just did a smash thing. They They just rent out a big house somewhere and they just invite all the teams. I think we just get like giant mansion. MSI. That's my pitch. And Giant then, mansion MSI on an island. And we cast it all from a couch. We like cast four it all from people a couch. on a couch. When you're done with your game, you can like <laughs> wander in and just hop on the couch. And that's the pre post game interview. That's what I would like. That's my request for iGames. And like the worst thing about the vacations that you you just check your Instagram, like all your friends from the school and stuff, they are like having fun. Yeah. But your season just started, man. You have to play <laughs> whole year. <laughs> It's esports time, yeah. Dude. That's esports Actually, time. I had a question again that I just remembered. So you guys, let me take you back a week or two. You're in the final. Fnatic and Rogue are in the lower bracket. There's yeah. only three teams left in playoffs. So that week of scrims, I'm just curious because you're Mad Lions. Fnatic and Rogue can't scrim each other, and you can choose who to scrim. But you could also just say no to both of them, and then they have no scrims. How does the scrim dynamic work in that week? Uh, so there is four days of the scrims. Mm-hmm. So one, like two, two. They we are just sharing. You just went two, two. Yeah. Okay, that makes that's sense. That's actually that's the nice thing to do. That's the nice thing to do. I but, feel like you have the power to just say no to both of them. You know. But then someday they will have the power, maybe, and you. Oh, yeah. That's positive true. karma. Yeah. Passing yeah. Back. That's true. <laughs> that's good. That's, true. that's okay, good. Cool. good. I like it. Um, what are you doing? Are you failure asking me? Yeah. So again, this is the loosest episode of Euphoria ever, but we're done with the season. Worlds will be serious again if if we do world. I, there's so many questions Elite. that I don't have answers for for you, dear audience. Uh, so climbing with Mr. Cadrell here, uh, seeing if I can drag any of the G two boys out of what I assume is a postseason depression to play Magic the Gathering. We'll uh-huh. find out, uh, and they could be fine too. I don't know. You know, you just got to go check in on them. You gonna make any new beats, any new songs for us? There's a song. A song should come out. I'm afraid to commit to it because then I have to do it, Cadrell. Okay. You know what I mean? So if I say I'm gonna finish it, then I have three weeks to finish it, and I feel like that's a lot of pressure. Uh-huh. So I'll say. So soon, there is something. There is something. There's a song. There's maybe many somethings. Okay. A couple somethings. Okay. Dropping so some exciting. beats. There's a song. Maybe I'll write a song about Arma. About me? Oh. But, <laughs> well, yeah. What? You, what you look. This man won the LEC. <laughs> oh my God. so who are you gonna write a song about i need probably neither i feel like it's a, it would be really weird vibes to just write a song about you like imagine not a rap battle but i just personally release a song about you like i don't tell you that it's coming armand i just release a song about you I thought you were to how me. would that or you i, I would oh, okay. be embarrassed you would be embarrassed yeah yeah i think i'd be embarrassed too <laughs> how would i approach you in this Here podcast I'd be, like, I'd be like look man i know i wrote that line about 
how handsome you are, but like it, it was for the song. Dude, yeah, I'm, got, I'm really not trying to I, have a weird vibe right now. I already got bars in my head. Here, here <laughs> okay. comes the stage beast. You know he's about to cast feast. Oh, you like that? Who, huh? Beast feast. Yeah, I like that. Like like okay. <laughs> I already got I, some did, bars. This, okay. I mean, this may, did you play Cho'Gath once? No. No. Okay. Oh, so if you shit. want a Cho'Gath bar in a rap battle, you have to play Cho'Gath. That's the only thing I'll say. Um, this has been an entire year of Euphoria 2021 coming to a wrap. Um, regarding Worlds, we will see. Generally, we like making Worlds podcasts. And even if we don't end up with a Euphoria, we may end up with a Worlds after hours sort of thingy. Yeah, we'll We're do figuring something it for out. sure. But regardless, one thing that we will have are three incredible teams. Incredible. Uh, at Worlds. So if you're an LEC fan, be sure to root and we'll keep you guys posted. Uh, Ari, what's happening? Keep up with Riot Channels if you want to know what's going on with Worlds because again, sadly, I am not the man who has answers for you. Uh, but if you want to know everything about Euphoria, follow LEC, follow us. We'll keep you all up to date and if you are not already following Arma, you are absolutely are you trolling. <laughs> Why are you still listening to us and not hopping on to Twitter.com to follow this man and Instagram yeah, and, and any other Instagram, Instagram yeah. any Twitch, other platform. <laughs> do it just i mean do it you're like the fact that he doesn't charge you to follow his profiles for his big brain tweets his comedy tweets just saying that's free content you guys got to get in there uh that said this has been euphoria it's been the loosest episode of all time but we thought it'd be good to catch up to talk before we all went into our break time so thank you everyone for watching and we'll see you for worlds and maybe for more euphoria perhaps bye-bye